Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Oklahoma studios, this is another edition of the Oklahoman's Varsity Podcast. My name is Cameron Jordan. I'm your host. And we're here today. We're joined by cash and football coach Lynn Shackelford. Coach, how's it going this afternoon? It's going great, man. How are you? Oh, doing pretty well. Hey, uh, we appreciate hey, you taking some time to come on the podcast. Sure, no problem. Anytime. So let's talk about uh, you guys had a really big win, 40-13 to 13 against Miko in uh, Week 10. Clinched the district title, uh, two undefeated teams. Um, you guys really got up early and your defense controlled the game throughout, and that's something that's been a, a theme for you guys this year is your defense has been, has been really spectacular throughout the season. Uh, what stood out to you most about that win to clinch the district title? Uh, I, like you said, I, I thought our defense played really, really well. Um, Coach Wood and Coach Cochran and Coach Archer, they, they do a really good job on that side of the ball for us, and they had our kids ready to go. And um, You know, we, we told them that Binko was good enough that they, they could make some plays. Their quarterback's talented, and they got good wideouts, and um, and, and they did. They were able to throw the ball over the top of us a couple of times. But outside of that, I thought I thought our defense really controlled the game. And in the second half, when we were when we weren't really executing offensively as well as we could have, um, I thought they uh, you know they really kept it to where um, you know we didn't really probably ever ever lose control of, of what was going on out there. You know, throughout the season, we kind of we kind of mentioned your defense. You guys had twenty one and twenty two returning starters this year. I mean, that's yeah. unheard of, especially in in Class A football. How? But is there anyone outside, like even of those starters, who who are some of the players to you, whether it's a younger player or someone who was coming back who was primed for a big season, who has really stepped up and, and uh, impressed impressed you this year? Uh, I, I tell you, the kid that, that's probably played. I don't I don't know if played the best is the right word because we've had some kids that have played really well, but as, as has reached some potential that we thought he had, and that's Ryan Baker who plays defensive end for us. He was he, he was kind of a part time starter for us on that side of the ball last year, um, and we've you know he, he as the year went on last year he played better and better, and we threw him in their defensive end this year and just basically told him it was his job, um, and he's he's played outstanding for us. I think he's third on our team in tackles and has oh I don't know seven or eight sacks, but. In the games that that we've really needed our defense to play well, you know we played crossings, we played Minko the last last two weeks, and even against Christian Heritage earlier in the year, um, I, I thought he's I, I thought his play on that side of the ball has been, has been really really good. You know, you mentioned him, and another name that really stands out is Caden Harrell. Um, you guys, junior yep. junior running back and linebacker. I know you and I have talked about him a few times this season, just with how great he's been running the ball, how great he's been defensively. What's led him to be able to be so successful this year? He loves the weight room would be the first thing that I would say. Um, and, and he, he's talented. He, he's got some talent. He's got a frame that's, that's really good for a football player, but he's so big and fast and strong. Um, that he's kind of, he's kind of a unique kid probably for, for our class of football. Um, and, and he, he's a smart kid on top of that. So he reads well, really on, on defense and knows what we're doing on offense. And, um, he, he has, he's, he's had, a, he's had a really good year and he's had a year that we thought he, he was capable of having. 
Um, he's just kind of been able to put it all together. And I would say that's been the case for a lot of our kids this year is that they're really doing a good job of probably living up to some of the potential that we all you know, thought they would. Looking ahead to the playoffs, uh, they get kicked off across the state tomorrow. We're, uh, again, we're joined by uh, cash and football coach Lynn Shackelford. Uh, you guys have Rush Springs in the first round tomorrow. I get to host them. Uh, weather looks like it's going to be pretty decent tomorrow. Uh, what do you know about uh, Rush Springs, and what are you looking forward to about getting going tomorrow night? Uh, mainly just playing again. You know, I, you know, football is one of those kind of unique sports where you spend way more time practicing than playing. Um, you know, I think our kids are ready to – I think we're ready to start the playoffs. Um, and, and, and try to get that bitter taste out of our mouth from last year. Um, so that, that's the main thing I'm excited about tomorrow is just, is just being able to play. And, uh, Rush Springs is a great, they're a great class A football tradition. Um, they've got, they've got a lot of history down there. Um, they didn't make the playoffs last year. So I'm sure they'll be chomping at the bit to, to come up here and, and experience that again. And, um, I'm, I'm sure they'll be ready to play. Coach Anthony does a good job with those kids down there. So. Um, I expect them to come in and have a good game plan and you know do everything they can to try to execute it. For sure. Hey, Coach, we really appreciate you taking some time to join the podcast. You bet, man. Any, anytime, anytime. And that was Cash and Football Coach Lynn Shackelford joining the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast. Thanks, Coach, for taking some time to talk today. Uh, let's uh, let's get rolling. Uh, it's, it's playoff time. Uh, this is something that we've been waiting for all year. Uh, the last couple weeks of the season, there were a bunch of really big games, a bunch of uh, upsets as well. Um, a lot of shuffling in the playoffs. Um, I'll kind of want to go through and, and read off my picks for anyone who missed them on Oklahoma.com. Uh, Nick Sardis and I uh, went down together and and made picks in every single class for who we thought the state champions were going to be. Um, we'll start with 6A1. Um, Nick and I both selected um, Owasso to pick uh, the class 6A1 title. I just think Owasso is 10-0. They've rolled through their schedule all year. Um, I just think that they're the state's top team in the top class this year, and or in the biggest class, I should say, the state's top team in the biggest class, and I think that Owasso has too many weapons. Uh, even though running back Isaiah Jacobs hasn't played for majority of the year because he's been nursing a couple different injuries here and there, I still think that they're just the team to beat. Um, I don't think that anyone is – not that anyone can't give them a challenge because obviously if anyone comes out slow, um, that could happen, but it's going to be really interesting to just see how this all unfolds as well uh, in Class 6A just because you have – Edmond Santa Fe on the west side. You have on that side of the bracket, three of the four teams are west. The only one that's not west out of Santa Fe Moore Mustang is Jinx. So Mustang uh, hosts Jinx in the first round, so that's going to be an interesting matchup. Going to 6A2, pick Bixby. Um, it's really uh, really not hard to pick Bixby, but it's also difficult to pick Bixby, even though with the great season they've had. Uh, Brennan Presley at wide receiver and defensive back, he's been outstanding. He's arguably been the state's top player all season long. If you have a chance to watch any uh, any football, you got to try to get to watch Brennan Presley because he's just been incredible. He's an Oklahoma State commit. Then they have Mason Williams at quarterback, Braylon Presley, his little brother at running back. Um, it's just just fantastic teams. Uh, with those three, they're primed to win their fifth Class 6A2 title in the past six seasons. Uh, moving on down to Class 5A, uh, is there anyone else to really pick outside of Carl Albert? Um, although their win streak was halted at 40 games this year, they've rolled since. They've shut out four of their past five opponents, and they scored at least 40 points in every game in that span. I mean, Carl Albert is just... It's a machine. That's exactly what it is. Uh, that loss—I don't want to say it woke them up, but the kind of a uh, kind of going—they're ready to go. They're ready to try to go for their fourth straight gold ball. Moving on to Class Four A, we have Bethany, uh, the Broncos, ten and zero this year. Uh, they got their revenge against Tuttle, who they lost to twice last year: once in the title game and once uh, once in the uh, in the uh, regular season because they're in the same district. Uh, 
I pick Bethany. I just think with Sam Brandt at quarterback and defensive back, he's a leader on both sides of the ball. They can get through a challenging road because they have to. He'll have to face Clinton, and then if they win, they have to face Wagner, and then if they win that, they'll have to face Bristow. That's how the bracket lines up. Now, obviously, upsets happen. It's the playoffs, but that is likely the path that they'll have to go through just to get to the state championship game. And Tuttle had a similar path last year and was able to capitalize and be really successful doing that. So, and then. Then we'll go on to Class 3A. This is uh, this was a difficult one to pick. Um, I'm a full believer in Heritage Hall. Unless someone knocks off Heritage Hall, I don't think that they should have the right to the right to uh, say that they're the top team in that in whatever classification that Heritage Hall is in. But I picked Lincoln Christian. Um, the Her- Lincoln Christian and Heritage Hall are probably going to meet in the semifinals. Uh, that's just how the bracket lays out. And then I'm a- and then whoever wins that is the easy favorite to win the Class 3A title. Um, if you look at Lincoln Christian, they have quarterback Chase Rickey. Uh, wide receivers have Sam Brugman. Um, those two combined are just immensely talented. Uh, Chase Rickey's a fantastic quarterback. He's one of the top ones in the state. Uh, he can He's really efficient, and that's one of the reasons that their offense is so effective, just because how efficient he is. Um, dropping down to two-way. I pick Sperry. Um, I think they're going to go for the two-peat this time. Uh, Walker Niver is is a standout defensive end, but he also plays on the off, on the offense as well. Um they're so, they're just a stout defensive team. They've rolled through their schedule. They're coming off a huge win against Beggs last week. Um, they're the favorite. Now you also have Metro Christian. You also have Washington. A couple of teams that are undefeated in that class. But I'm just I got to roll with uh, I got to roll with uh, Sperry to to win that title. Dropping down to Class A. Um, you may have just heard. Just got off the phone with uh, Coach Lynn Shackelford. Uh, both Nick and I are picking a Cashin to win the title. Um, you know, they've, they've had really talented teams before. Like he said, they may have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder after last season coming up a little bit short. But I just think the this is arguably their strongest team under uh, Coach Shackelford, and it all starts on defense. They've only given up 93 points in nine games, and they've created havoc against every opponent. Um, going to Class B, I think it's going to be a rematch in the title game between Shattuck and Regent Prep, uh, same one as last year where Shattuck came away with the victory. But I think this year's Regent Prep's year, um, Braden Gilbert at quarterback, uh, Jack Wright at wide receiver, the Rams' offense has just been unstoppable. Um, Regent Prep has won by mercy rule every single week. That's how dominant they've been in Class B this year. So I just think they're going to keep that rolling throughout the playoffs and uh, be able to knock off the powerhouse that is Shattuck. And then going to Class C. So I picked Southwest Covenant to win. They've handled a ton of adversity this season, and that's kind of shaped them to get back to the state title game. Um, and I also mentioned in my preview that quarterback Ben Webb looks to lead them to a final a final victory this go-around. Um, I found out Wednesday morning that – Ben Webb uh, tore his ACL and partially tore his MCL, so he is done for the year, and that is a monumental loss for Southwest Covenant. So uh, prayers up to the Webb family, uh, hoping that he can get his uh, recovery. Uh, Ben is the older brother of uh, Peter Webb, the athlete who died in September after uh, suffering a head injury during a football game. So uh, hopefully he's in good spirits, and I know he can't play anymore. But Southwest Covenant, um, they still have a really dominant team, but there's no mistake that Ben Webb – is really the catalyst that made their engine go. Um, if I had to pick a second champion, I'm going to go Pond Creek Hunter. It was likely that Pond Creek and Southwest Covenant were going to meet in the in the semifinals with the winner moving on. Um, it's going to be likely Tipton, who's just dominated Class C recently, Tipton and Pond Creek Hunter in the finals. But I'm, Pond Creek is 10-0 this year. Tipton has kind of turned it around after a slow start, but they had a bunch of youth. Um, I'd probably have to pick Pond Creek to win that. So 
Uh, before we close it out, um, I want to talk about a really big announcement that happened yesterday. Um, the OSSA and UCO have announced a partnership for this season to play all of the seven eleven the seven classes of eleven man title games. So six A one through class A at UCO's Wantland Stadium. Um, it's just going to be a fantastic deal for the fans. It's going to be a fantastic deal for just football fans in general because everybody is going to be able to go to one site hang out and spend time watching football games. Um, I'll kind of give a quick rundown of the schedule. Friday, December 6th at 1 p.m. will be the Class 4A title game. At 7 p.m. will be the Class 6A2 title game. Saturday, December 7th, 11 a.m. will be the Class 3A title game. 3.30 p.m. will be the Class 5A title game. And 8 p.m. will be the Class 6A1 title game. And then next weekend, Classes A and 2A on Saturday, December 14th, Class A is a 1 p.m. kickoff time. Class 2A is a 7 p.m. kickoff time. So just a huge deal for football fans. It's something that um, t- people, I mean, if you think about it, the big house, it's become known for hosting the state basketball championship sites. I mean, there's little things like that that happen all throughout the state. The Bricktown Ballpark is the place teams want to get for baseball. Um even wrestling, you want to get to the big house. So now football, the goal is to get to Wantland. That's the goal. If you can get to Wantland, um, the reason that uh, eight-man schools were not included in this is because the coaches of eight-man schools were fine keeping them at the locations that they were at. Most times, the eight-man title games have been at Swasu and Weatherford and at uh, Nwasu up in Alva. So that is why they're not included in this deal. But, yeah, that's a really big deal, the fact that the uh, all of its 11-man football state championship game is going to be at Wantland Stadium this year. So... Uh, thank you guys for listening to another edition of the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast. A big week coming on Friday. It's the uh, first round of the Oklahoma High School playoffs. Make sure to check out my picks for all of uh, the games. I have made those. They're at Oklahoma.com. You can also find them at my Twitter account, at Cam underscore Jordan. That is J-O-U-R-D-A-N. Uh, make sure you guys uh, subscribe, leave a like, comment. Let me know what we're doing. Let me know what you'd like to see more. Uh, and thank you guys for listening to another edition of the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast. Podcast.